Hello again and welcome to the Fly and Style podcast. I'm your host, Matt Mitchell, here with my co-host, Stephen Masley. Howdy, Matthew. So today we're going to be talking about um, the finalization of the Eagles 53-man roster. And we're going to talk about some of the moves that Howie Roseman has made to finalize that final roster. So first, we're going to start off with um, the big trade that we made for uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who is a safety from the New Orleans Saints. So, Masley, can you break down that trade for us? So we gave up a 2023 fifth and two six in 2024 and this is basically what we got back for the i think the seahawks safety and what we basically got for rager so and but that's but before i go into that he's a fourth he's in his fourth year of his rookie deal he's out of florida and this guy i've heard that he's a dog like he's he he talks so much smack like apparently he just he, that's all he does is just chirp he just chirps in wide receivers ears um, he chirps in players' ears, which is just great for like, just, just brings a very competitive environment to, to him. And he, he's Nick Sirianni says he's been like laying out people, and so did my buddy Nate. It, who's a Saints fan, and he's been watching. He goes, "You're gonna love him." So I'm excited for him, and we're not really paying much for him, and we gave up Rager for him, basically, in a, <laughs> in a, yeah, a roundabout I mean, way. Yeah. Yeah, I um I don't know too much about the guy. Um I know that he's very good in coverage. He's a good tackler, he's a very solid safety. Um and I know that we've been very particularly in need of a safety. So I think that was a big move for the Eagles secondary and filled a hole that was very necessary in our roster before it was finalized. So that's the biggest thing for me is that fills up a massive hole in our secondary. Um and to go with our corners that we have now, I really feel confident in the secondary that we're putting together. And the thing is, he didn't play safety at, on the Saints, but he did play in college. He played safety. So he was more playing like the Maddox um, inside um, corner role. But like he's he's going to be a good safety. That's okay. what he that's, played at that's Florida. That's never a problem to me. You know, yeah. when, when, we, when corners have – or safeties have, you know, corner – experience and coverage experience it's all generally the same as long as they're able to tackle and, and you know cover the run coverage that's the biggest yeah. thing that i care about with the safety i'm glad that he has the coverage skills and i love to hear that as like he has the corner experience but my big thing with the safety is you know when you think about guys like malcolm jenkins think about how little you know you know not that he did little in the passing game but think about where he really had his impact on the eagles like all of his impact plays were stuffing the run being the guy at the line, um, preventing the big plays, you know, smacking guys. And that's yeah. what I want to see from Gardner Johnson. So, yeah. And yeah, the Saints, the reason the Saints basically released him is because they have, they have um, Honey Badger and they, 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 I guess they had to extend his contract. So basically after this year and they didn't want to pay him, I, I suppose. Yeah, that's probably the deal. I don't, I don't know why they didn't take the depth and take his last year, but I'm happy that we got him. So, yeah. Me too. So uh, moving on to the next trade, um, a Philly fan favorite over here. Um, Bye-bye, Jalen. Yeah, we're going to talk about this Jalen Rager trade. Um, that's always, always going to hurt Philadelphia fans' hearts. So, it's all for books, Matt. He's gone. Let go <laughs> in. Fly away. 
I don't know whether to feel good or bad about it, but um, here are the details to this trade. So we sent Jalen Rager to the Minnesota Vikings for a 2023 seventh round pick and a conditional 2024 fourth round selection that may change into a fifth round pick if certain statistical requirements aren't met. It's going to be a fifth, guys. <laughs> so how do we feel about this trade, Maz? I'm happy he's gone. Uh, he just leaves, like you said, it's sustain on the Eagles. I was willing to have him as a punt returner. I wasn't, I don't hate Jalen. I just hated we didn't get Justin Jefferson. That's the only, but he never did any panning out. And he has like talent. He's fast. He showed it at TCU, but he just never, never showed me any of that here. He only dropped big balls, big balls at a, like the Giants game, like that was just horrible. And he just he's fast, but I, I have fun in Minnesota. We got Pascal and we have Kez, and so I think we'll be all right. Like I'm bye bye. Yeah, I agree. I mean, with the additions of AJ Brown and Pascal, it was starting to become a crowded wide receiver room. And unfortunately, Jalen Raker never really lived up to the hype that he was supposed to be. Um you know, I think that we kind of put him in an unfortunate situation uh, drafting him in the first round. You know, Eagles fans were overly excited for Justin Jefferson as they should have been. And um, to have the disappointment of getting Rager um, in that spot um, is always going to hurt Philadelphia fans. And I just think that, uh, you know, the pressure got to him. He, I don't think that he ever should have been a first round pick. And I think that we put an unnecessary amount of pressure on him to meet expectations that he couldn't meet. And I, yeah, I mean, I don't think that he's going to be a bad player. I hope that he has success over there. Um, There's a part of me that thinks that we might've gotten rid of him a little too early. I would have liked to see him here for a couple more years to give him a, a little bit more of a chance, but you know, he's had some bad moments here. Um, I think that he really needs a resurgence somewhere else if he's going to have any success. So I think it's the best for him and the Eagles. Um, It's not a bad move. Like you said, I would have liked to have him on the punt return, but he's had trouble with that too. So I, I, whatever I'm, I'm happy we got something for him. Like, cause if he didn't pan out this year, we might not, we probably would have just released him. Right. So most likely. So I'm, I hope the best for the guy because, like, I never want anyone's career to go down the trash hole. But I think I think the big thing that we would like to notice in the Jalen Rager trade is, like you said, if we didn't make a move with him, then we probably would have released him. And on top of that, the picks we received back in the trade from the Jalen Rager trade are the same picks we used to get uh, Chauncey Gardner. Exactly. So how he really made – quite a solid move in making that trade and getting those picks back. Uh, it's almost like we got Chauncey Gardner for nothing. So um, that's an awesome. Yeah. Well, for Rager. <laughs> nothing. For, yeah. Nothing. It is nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, um, I'm really liking the moves that Howie was making with it. Uh, I wish that Rager could have stuck around a little longer, but I'm happy with the way the team's looking regardless. I don't think it's going to hurt the team losing them or anything. Well, let's talk about the guy we did get for nothing. The 49ers cut Trey Sermon, and we picked him up. He's a running back from Ohio State University, and he only had one good game in his college career. This is all me, Two. in my opinion, by the way. This is all sarcastic. What is the second one? Northwestern and what was both the other playoff one? Games. He played well in both playoff games. Did he? Yeah, he played well in his playoff game against Northwestern, and he played well in the championship game. 
If you guys can't tell, I don't, I don't, I think he's, I, I don't, I don't think he's anything good. He, he was just overrated, and then he was draft high because he was nationally televised, and he actually popped off. But the rest of his college career was mid. I agree uh, that he's he's not going to be any kind of you know stellar player. Uh, I don't think that he's going to be like the next coming of you know Adrian Peterson or something. But I do think that this was a really great signing to add to the 53-man roster because he was a third-round pick only a year ago. He obviously had those games in college where he shot himself up the board and people saw flashes of him being a great running back. And on top of that, you got to think schools like Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, they're not taking nobodies onto their team. You know, They're taking the best of the best out of, out of high school. They're taking the best players in the country. So Sermon is obviously, you know, he hasn't proven himself at the NFL level yet, but he's only been in the league for a year. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't think that he's, like I said, I don't think he's going to be anything overly stellar. We may not even use him that much, but I'm absolutely like, you know, I'm just happy to have him on the team. I think that was a great pickup. I'm not not happy to have him. I just, just, just never, I, I thought he was overrated where he was, drafted and i just thought i just never really liked the guy i don't i'm not mad he's on our team because it puts a, like what can we lose from that he can get goal line touches help out miles if miles were to start fumbling again or whatever mm-hmm. and gain well but so he might be that goal line guy that that we he might be good like i but i i don't think he'll be good but <laughs> he, I, I don't know if i agree with that i do agree that i think that he was a little overrated coming out of college um I, however, do think that he has the potential to be a very good player, and I'm not sure if we'll use him or not. Uh, there's a part of me that thinks you might have just picked him up for the potential. Uh, but, you know, I think that he's probably not going to have much impact on the team in this year. I don't, I don't see him making much of any moves or getting any touches. You know, he'll get, he'll get a few here and there, but... Um, I just yeah. like having him on the. T- I just like having him on the team and having him as an option. I think that he, you know, if you look at his Ohio State season, you can look at that as a similar comparison to now, where he wasn't playing a lot, but you put him in for an opportunity, and he, you know, he came through. He pulled through and made the most of his opportunity that he was given. So maybe that's something that can happen with the Eagles. Who knows? Uh, I just like, you know. I just like to have the extra option on the team. Yeah, I'll take the extra option. And he also had more touchdowns than Miles Sanders did last year. So and this is true. <laughs> this is unfortunately true. A lot of people do. <laughs> okay, I, I do think that Miles Sanders is going to bounce back. I think that he's going to have a big year, guys. Don't don't fret too much. But uh, it is definitely still a little bit scary that he didn't score any touchdowns. But um, that's something we'll see this year, you know. All right, and then talk about the people who aren't going to be scoring touchdowns in the first week, the guys that we uh, made the cuts from the squad. Do you want to talk about your boy? Yeah, so there's a few guys that I highlighted from the uh, from the roster cuts that I think could have possibly made an impact on the team. And I highlighted four guys, and those four guys are Devin Allen, wide receiver, John Hightower, wide receiver, Carson Strong, quarterback, and Davion Taylor, linebacker. So I'm going to start off with Devin Allen. Um, as you guys probably know, Devin Allen was an Olympic hurdler. He's a track star, super fast guy, has breakout speed. 
but doesn't have a whole lot else. He hasn't played football in years. Um, he tried to come back and, you know, make a resurgence and didn't quite make the cut. Um, I don't think this is a bad move by the Eagles by any means, but there was a part of me that wanted to see Devin Allen taking back punts and being a tool guy, considering the fact that we have a lot of guys in our team that can make plays like AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Goddard and Sanders. You know, we have those guys that are going to be out there all the time. I thought that it would be more useful for the Eagles to have a tool player that you can use in certain packages and situations. And I just thought that Devin Allen could have been, you know, useful with his speed, but speed isn't everything. And, you know, it doesn't make a whole player. So I'm not disappointed, but you know, I, I, I guess I am a little bit, but that was my big roster cut. I was surprised about Davion Taylor. I didn't realize I didn't like even looking at the 52 man roster. I don't know who, like I never heard of Patrick Patrick Johnson. I don't know who that is, but it, do you, I, do you know what happened to Davion? I know he's on. I know he's always been undersized, but he's been fast. I don't know why. Uh, you know, I haven't heard a whole lot of news about Davion, but I am definitely sure that I'm very disappointed in this because I had high hopes from Davion Taylor when I saw him get drafted by the Eagles. What I saw from him in college. He had great speed, uh, great tackling ability. I thought that he was going to be a great playmaker for the Eagles linebackers, and he really just never panned out. Uh, from what I heard over the, the years that we've had him, he just really just wasn't clicking with the defense. He just wasn't making plays. He, you know, he just wasn't, wasn't doing what he needed to do. Uh, he just Amen. didn't quite pan out, and that's a bummer considering it was a third-round pick. You know, It always hurts to see that happen, especially considering he was in the same draft as Jalen Rager. Yeah. Um, but, you know, best guy is going to play. And doesn't matter what kind of pick you are or what kind of hike you have coming into the team. If you're not going to make the plays, you're not going to play. Yeah. That's, yeah. I would just, I was surprised to see that, that he got demoted because I don't know who. But I was surprised too, but he's not out of the organization yet. We did just sign him back to the practice squad. So he may, you know, make a resurgence yeah. under the team at some point. Yeah, but you know, it's definitely a teller that you know, guys like you said, I am actually not sure who uh Patrick Johnson is either. And you know, you mentioned that, but you know, a no name guy that we don't know, uh, you know, made more of a name for himself than Davion Taylor did. So, I mean, it's all yeah, Sirianni knows obviously way more than any of us do. He's watching these guys every day. It's all it's it's all how you perform a camp, too, and it's some guys step up more and then some guys probably Davion didn't do too hot. And he's, he's, he's a smaller guy. Anyway, I'm not mad. We got not mad. He's like, he's still with us, but I was just, yeah. Yeah. I'm still very happy with our linebacking core and other guys have been stepping up like TJ Edwards and uh, Sean Bradley and to you, you know, Kobe Dean. Um, so all these guys are doing really well and, you know, I'm not concerned about it if, you know, these guys are going to be stepping up behind him. Uh, if one guy doesn't step up, other guys are going to have to do it. And it's happening so far. So I like what I'm seeing from the linebacking core. Otherwise. Do you have any other uh, takes on the final roster? Any surprises? Outs? Um, Nothing too crazy. There was a part of me that thought that Carson Strong was going to be a decent quarterback. I thought that he might make the roster. Um, I was definitely a little surprised to see that we only took two quarterbacks. 
with uh, Hertz and Minshew. I thought that we would maybe keep Sinette or Strong. During the uh, the press conference, Howie actually said he's going to – I wonder if there's a 72-man roster, I guess. So, I don't know what the official thing is, but we we have a we have basically a third quarterback. But he just not, yeah okay. Like he'll be on the field. Like he'll be yeah. He'll be there. It just okay. yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly how that all works. Roster. Yeah. I, what you can travel with base like or gotcha. Yeah, because I know mm-hmm. I know fifty two like fifty three man is in some people's contracts. Like if they get signed, they get more x amount of money. So that's mm-hmm. why they have them. But they still like like you're still on the sidelines. Like Davion yeah. will probably be on the sidelines stuff. And my um, last I, point. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. No, you got it. No, you got it. All right. Uh, my last point, which is going to be about John Hightower, uh, another guy, another speedy wide receiver that I kind of had high hopes for, but once again goes back to the uh, full wide receiver room that we've got right now. So he just really wasn't, you know, per- overperforming out of anybody that we got. Um, we've got a pretty good wide receiver room, so nothing too crazy on him. I thought he was going to be a decent player when we drafted him a couple years ago, but you know. He'll maybe make an impact somewhere else, but he doesn't seem like he's panned out to be much anyway. So, yeah. Um, going to we released, I was I was only surprised by Dequesky Tart being released. Not that, I mean, it makes sense because we just added CJ or Chauncey, mm-hmm. so that makes perfect sense. And we also released Anthony Barr, Anthony, Anthony Harris. Harris. I bet Anthony Harris, but he, he, he'll go, he'll go somewhere else and he can just. Yeah. We took, we took Harris to the practice squad, but we just released him from the practice squad because he wanted to have a chance to search for teams that he could start for and make the 53 man roster for. And he will. Yeah, Uh, will. He's a great player and he's, you know, he's getting long in the tooth. He's a little old, so Um, I don't blame him. And I'm, I'm glad we respected him enough to let him walk and find a team to play for. So yeah. Yeah. He'll get his money. He'll play yeah. for like Packers or something. All right, Matt. So we're the next episode is coming out when? Uh Friday. we're shooting to shoot our next episode on Friday. So we'll have an episode breaking down the Eagles matchup against the Lions. Uh how we feel, what we want to see from them. And we yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I will also give you guys a little, little, little slimmer of a, a pick. I'm taking a Rams money line on Thursday because this, this won't be uh, Thursday night football, first game I of the season. I won't give uh, my full slate, NFL slate, until next episode, but I'm taking Rams money line. Don't even take the two. I don't care about it. Rams money line? Let's take it. Screw the Bills. What'd they do? They had one good game in the playoffs. You know, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna take the Bills because I think the Bills are coming off a, you know, coming off a rough loss in that shit in that game. Uh, they're a little hungry. They're a little pissed off. And on top of that, the Rams are coming off their high horse. You know, uh, they might come into a little bit of Super Bowl Super Bowl hangover. You know, I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna go with the Bills on this one just to open it up. I'm taking. I'm just taking the dog, and I also think that the. Rams have the better roster. And I think A-Rob's going to be great this year as a wide receiver, too, in fantasy. It's hard to deny uh, the Rams roster being any worse than any anyone else in the league. They they really do have quite the squad. <laughs> so I, I yeah. can't I can't doubt that the Rams would win this game, but I'm, I'm going to stick with my Bills. Bobby Wagner. I mean, guys, you're going to learn to fade Matt throughout the season. Usually I'm the one that's right. So 
you, you got we'll keep we'll keep a record for like shit. Yeah, don't you worry. We'll we'll be making picks every week and we're gonna keep a record and we'll see at the end of the year who's gonna who's gonna come out on top. Dude, if you if you have a better record than me, I will shave my head in front of all these nice people at the end of the season. You guys heard this here first. Matt, that's how confident I am in my picks. You guys heard this here first. If so I pick have more games right than Masley this season, then he is shaving his head for you guys. Hold on to that. I mean, I'm going to get a haircut before then. Probably. Yeah, I don't, man, I don't care. Then, shaved head is shaved head. I'm sure you're not shaving it before then. I'm not shaving but it you will. Then. You will be. You absolutely will be. I will be. Skill be. I'm not scared. I'm not nervous. I'm not <laughs> well, shaking. Right. I'm um, not shaking. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in. This has been the Flying in Style podcast, and we will see you guys later this week. Adios.